Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by my side piece, Damien, and we will be discussing the holiday classic, Home Alone. Where are you going? We're going to miss the plane! When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation... Did we miss the plane? No, you just made it. They forgot one small thing. Have yourself... I have a terrible feeling. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours. Kevin! Ah! Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus and his elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. You still are, Marv. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Why do you dress like a chicken? Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Directed by Chris Columbus, coming November 16th. Man, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I... you're you're sitting here from San Francisco doing a podcast with me. Right. I can't imagine. I can't think of a person I've ever met who uh, didn't enjoy this movie. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if they don't enjoy the movie, they're wrong, and there's probably something wrong with them. Yeah, they're genuinely bad people. I would think so, yeah. 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 But I'm sure there's people who don't like this movie. I know there's there's plenty of people who don't like the second one, and they're just wrong, too. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Housekeeping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get off the rails quick. It's fine. It's fine. Home All Alone right. 2 is part of the Home Alone, is, I don't know, is it, would it be a mythology? A universe? Dare say? Can we call it the well, Home Alone I, universe? I think we should. Done. Home Done. Alone universe. Home Alone universe. Home Alone universe. All right. So let's uh, let's just quickly throw the synopsis in there. Uh, you know, we all know I like to do this. Sometimes they're really bad. Sometimes they're good. Let's 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 hear it and let's let's discuss. Okay. An eight-year-old troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation. Yeah, that's spot on. It's spot on. I feel like sometimes these things are off a little bit, but that one's right on the money. It's right on the money. Yeah. There's no uh, greatest villain of all time, Uncle Frank, in the synopsis. But <laughs> No, you got you to gotta actually get into the movie. Yeah, to... before you know Uncle Frank. Yeah. God, 
that fucking guy. Yeah, we're. I mean, yeah, we're gonna talk about. It. He's he's the worst. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this movie came out in 1999. It's one of the first movies I can remember going to randomly. I remember for whatever reason it came out um, around my birthday when I was a kid, and I remember going to see it like on or around my birthday. Hmm. I don't remember the experience. I just remember going to it. I must have seen it in the theaters, and I would have been, let's see, in 99... 90. 1990, bro. Oh, I thought you said 99. Okay, so... 1990. Did I say 99? I don't know. That's why I remember Mm -hmm. hearing it. Who knows? Again, nobody's listening, so it doesn't matter. Right. Um, Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I must have seen it in the theaters, but I don't don't actually have a memory of seeing it in the theaters. What would you have been, like like five? Six? Um, No, like... Two? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, wait, 84. I'll let you do the math. Six. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Quick math skills. Yeah. All right. So this was uh, this movie was directed by Chris Columbus, not to get confused with Christopher Columbus, who, yeah. uh, you know, killed a... Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, Chris Columbus also directed Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> also directed The Chamber of Secrets, Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, he's directed a bunch of Man. stuff. Obviously, he did this before those. Um, but he's gone on to have a pretty pretty successful career. Yeah, that's a solid lineup. Yeah, super solid. Written by John Hughes. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who John mm-hmm. Hughes is. Breakfast Club, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, a mm-hmm. number of different things. Um, funny enough, when I was actually looking into this, Chris Columbus was originally supposed to direct Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase mm-hmm. because John Hughes, I think, wrote that and they had a relationship. But Chris Columbus could not get along with Chevy Chase, hmm. who's like a notorious, just been the worst from everything I've always heard, and either quit or got fired. And then he took this instead. Interesting. I didn't actually know that Chevy Chase is difficult to uh, to work with. Oh yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like one of the worst. Hmm. Yeah, like sexual harassment and just just a dick in not general. Su- not surprising. Yeah, not yeah. surprising. Um, but it's funny because I love Christmas Vacation as well. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, let's see here. So we're talking about the Home Alone universe. Mm-hmm. So this movie has had four sequels, which I was unaware of. So obviously, Home Alone, Lost in New York is the direct sequel, still yep. with Macaulay Culkin. Yep. Then they had Home Alone 3 and 4, which was a new cast. I don't think anybody from the original cast was in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I know Macaulay Culkin wasn't. Joe Pesci wasn't either. Right. Then they have something called Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. Sounds bad. I got nothing. I, I had It was straight to, straight to TV, essentially. Hmm. Nothing. The, yeah, the only thing I, I didn't actually know there was a fourth. I knew there was a third, yeah. and it has the the different kid on the like cover of the right. box or whatever. And I never bothered watching it. No, no. I think Daniel Stern might be in three or four or both of them. That's a bad move, right? Yeah, but I mean, you trying to collect that check, man. I, yeah, I got. It's just a bad. move. I mean, Marv's got to get that check. Yeah. No Joe Pesci though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Macaulay Culkin was nominated for a Golden Globe for this movie. For hmm. leading actor, which I think is funny. At 10 years old, he was, you know, leading actor. Nomination obviously didn't win. Uh, movie had a budget of $18 million and made $476 million. In the theaters? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. At the time, which I didn't know this either, highest grossing live action comedy of all time until The Hangover 2 in 2011. That's just crazy. So from 90 to 2011, this was the highest grossing live action comedy of all time. Did not know that. Didn't know it either. And if I'm not mistaken, it from a certain point of time too, it was the third largest grossing movie of all time behind Star Wars, the original one, and E.T. I don't think anybody knew that. Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I know it was a massive movie, but I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. 
Do you, do you know what like uh, all time like videos and DVDs? No, and... no, I don't have that. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's got to be an astronomical question, dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, fuck. I do better prepared. research. <laughs> yeah, dude, research games. God, weak. God, you want to? I've asked it before. Do you want you want to just do the podcast? You want to take over? No, no, no. I'm okay, not, yeah, I'm not even. Feel like free that. though. Okay, okay. Um, so 200 kids auditioned for Kevin. 200 kids. Um, but he was uh, Macaulay was was recommended because John Hughes worked on Uncle Buck. With John Candy and Macaulay Culkin's in that. I actually don't remember him in that. Yeah, he's like the the youngest kid. Okay. Yeah. It's been a really long time. Since Uncle Buck is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so once he was hired, the problem was that he couldn't film past 10. Past 10 p.m.? Yeah, obviously because he's a child. And that movie has a ton of night shoots, so it was mm-hmm. like a pain in the ass. And then also I thought it was interesting. So watching um, the, the movie again recently, and I've watched this movie, dude, I don't even know how many times. Yeah. Watching it again recently... I uh, watched it with the audio commentary on, and S- Macaulay Culkin openly says, as well as Christopher Columbus, or Chris, not Christopher Columbus, Chris Columbus, right. says how like awful everybody was to him on this set. Really? Yeah, they were all like super upset that that a child was like the build actor, you know, the the leading man of this movie. So everybody, supposedly except for Joe Pesci, was just awful to him. Okay, so they were, it was It was because of, like, ego. It wasn't yeah. Just, okay. And, I mean, they didn't really elaborate. I can't imagine they were like, fuck this kid, but they just weren't friendly with him. They didn't right. really talk to him. They didn't get it, which is weird to me, because you can't see any of that, like, during the movie. Well, I guess they're all kind of awful to him in general. I, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Joe Pesci and Daniel Daniel Stern, I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see them being, like, as mean, although I could see Joe yeah. Pesci just being, like... Just Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, am I a clown to you? Right, right. <laughs> um, supposedly, also that they the only thing that Joe Pesci and Daniel Daniel Stern were upset about is that they couldn't curse on mm. set because there's a child there. Right. So there's like no curse words in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I think at one point Daniel Stern says shit when he gets shot in the face with the BB, with gun, the BB gun when he pulls out of the doggy door. I think he says shit yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, so that was a, a legend that they they were both kind of annoyed because they couldn't curse but they're not in a lot of scenes with macaulay culkin so i don't really understand that it's true also there's no dog what is there's no dog but what is that i mean they got a doggy door like a big ass doggy door and no dog i didn't ever think i never thought thought about about this when i watched it uh the other night maybe they have a cat it's a big ass i mean like daniel stern was able to get his whole head and like yeah also you're going on vacation now dude now i'm thinking about you're going on vacation why are you not closing that thing up yeah. Who's watching the dog? I mean, there's no dog. They got a, they got a big-ass spider. They do. They do have a train. They got nude beaches. <laughs> nude beaches. <laughs> Not in winter. <laughs> All right, what does he rails. say? Is it true, is it true uh, French chicks don't, don't, don't shave their, their pits? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, man. Some of them. Um, so last thing, and then we'll get into the categories. Um, for the role of Harry, because I guess that was the more prestigious of Harry and Marv, Robert De Niro, Danny DeVito, and Christopher, uh, Christopher again, Christopher Columbus, Christopher Lloyd were all considered for the role. Can you imagine fucking Bob De Niro, like Robert De Niro as, as Harry? It, it would have been a very different movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or uh, Danny DeVito is whatever, but Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown is fucking yeah. Harry. Yeah. Him I, and Daniel Stern, it's too much. Like yeah. too much wacky. Too kooky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so first category. Uh, what scene will make you stop doing what you're doing to watch? Here are my here are my nominees. Okay. Ready? 
Uh, so you have the opening scene. So you have Joe Pesci as the cop. Um, it's it's one long scene. So you have Joe Pesci coming in. Cop, you know, wants to question the the parents. Keep seeing all the kids running by. You got the pizza guy coming in. Um, you Buzz has the the great scene with with Kevin again. The you know they got nude beaches though. He's like, I wouldn't let you sleep with me if you were growing on my ass. Um, he he explains the uh, the old man Marley, the, their oh, neighbor, who's the yeah. uh, South Bend shovel slayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, and then they you know obviously they go to they have their dinner and then you know they introduce fucking again greatest villain of all time Uncle Frank. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so he got that one. Uh, you got Kevin watches angels with filthy souls. God, that one's so good. <laughs> snakes, snakes says you got my money. <laughs> I don't know no snakes. Yeah. Um, so that movie was made for home alone did you know that yeah i did okay i did i think we actually talked about that like two years ago okay awesome awesome because this is what we do we just talk about home alone when, right when we got nothing to do all right the home alone universe correct yeah. the 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 hau <laughs> the hau uh then we have the uh, kate calls the police so his mother calls the police when she's in france <laughs> it's that great scene where she's talking to the lady and the lady transfers him to uh, to Sergeant Balzac. Oh, it's, I got that written down. To talk, I didn't know that until I watched that it his this name's, time. That his name's Sergeant Balzac. Yeah, yeah. And then, dude, could they? Are they the worst police ever? They're awful. All of them are terrible. Yeah, the 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 Balzac thing threw me way off because I didn't know that. I I must have seen that movie 20, 25 times minimum. And then he's eating the donut. The piece of the donut like falls on the receiver and he just keeps talking. Yeah. I think he might suck it off at yeah, some and point. Then he, and he does yeah. like a mouth thing to yeah. pick it up. Yeah. yeah. And then she he, she needs to get transferred back and he's like hyper on too. Yeah. Like this lady's yeah. fucking, her eight-year-old kid's home alone. Right. Yeah. Empathy. You want us to send a policeman to your house <laughs> to ch- like check on your son. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Sergeant Balzac, family crisis. Balzac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little little tidbit i learned is so the cop that goes to the house to check on kevin is chris columbus's brother-in-law who is an actual police officer all right and they were just like you want a job go check on kevin okay that's not bad tell the lady to count her kids yeah yeah is that what he says (laughs) okay something about like count your kids again Okay. There's no yeah. one home. I always thought, but in like the Chicago accent. Right. Yeah, because of the accent, I always thought he said something like on, on account of the kids or something. No, like no, that. he's like tell her to count her kids again. Okay. Like okay. the worst. These cops are the yeah. worst. Yeah. You don't think she knows her kid is not with her and at home? Right. I, I suspect everybody's just mad. They're they're like in Chicago and yeah. these people are like the most affluent people in the area, and they're just like whatever. Like you people got too much money, we don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Well, we're gonna discuss that. Yeah. In a second. Like, what's up with the fucking house? Oh, also, so something I was I was reading as well, and I've always noticed it, so it kind of blew me away when people were like, oh, I had no idea. In the opening scene when they spill the milk, mm-hmm. did you ever notice that when Kevin's dad's cleaning it up with the napkins, he throws Kevin's uh, plane ticket away on accident? No. And that's how they account for... Because everybody's... The, one of the, the biggest flaws ticket. is like, well, why... You have an extra ticket. Like, how would you not know that yeah. at the airport? And they mm. show it, and I've always noticed it, because they actually show it happening, and you briefly see it in the garbage can. You see his name on it, like a handwritten okay. Kevin. You've never noticed that? No, I totally did not yeah. notice so that. So when he's wiping up, they spill the milk, Okay. you know, when there's the, all that going on in the kitchen. He's like, passports, and he throws like all the napkins down. Mm-hmm. He picks up the napkins wet, dripping with milk, and he grabs one ticket on accident and throws it away. Yeah. And Kevin's ticket's in there. Did not know that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So everybody thinks that's a big plot hole. Okay. It's not. Yeah, I mean, if they show throwing the ticket they away. They do, yeah. 100%. As a quick aside, who drinks that much milk? You, you know gotta, how much milk is in this movie? Bro, you got to fucking drink it before they're no, going out they're of town. Like, and they're, they're eating pizza and drinking milk. What kind of fucking monsters eat pizza <laughs> and drink milk? The McAllisters. And Uncle Frank is a monster. Uncle Frank is a monster. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. We are, I don't know. They're monsters. I don't know. I'm not a big milk drinker. No. I'm a big pizza eater. I mean, I eat the shit out of some pizza. <laughs> but yeah, the milk thing, I yeah, I don't know why I didn't I didn't realize yeah. earlier. This time I saw, and then yeah. when he goes to the store, yeah, he buys more milk. He gets more milk. Speaking of, when he goes shopping, he buys all that shit. Dude, for $19 and like 32 yes. cents? Yeah. Here's my yeah. 20 spot. Yeah. Yeah. We need to live in that world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like, again, they're in a nice area. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of inconsistencies. But again, it's Home Alone, right. so I'm willing to, for my love for this movie, I just overlook it. I mean, for the greater HAU, the greater HAU, exactly. Mm-hmm. Patent pending. <laughs> oh, excuse me, trademark pending. <laughs> okay, so we go into the next scene. Kevin steals the toothbrush. Okay, I love this scene because he's he's like going, "Hey, is this? What does he say? Is approved this approved by the American Dental Association?" <laughs> She's like, "I don't know." And then yeah. she calls like some other dude. And he's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then old man Marley with the blown out hand. Boom. Yeah. Terrifying. I got one question for you though. Okay. Kevin is, is eight in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Leaves, steals the toothbrush. Dude, they send everybody after him. Yeah. Send fucking Jimmy. Jimmy who's like sweeping the floors. Then yeah. he's like shoplifter. Shoplifter. Yeah. Who's chasing this kid? Like, don't, why don't you find out why this eight year old is shopping by themselves? Right. Yeah. Also, he didn't, like, leave the store. He's just, like, kind of backing away yeah. from the counter. Yeah, because terrifying fucking old man Marley's there, dude. Yeah. The South Bend Shuffle Slayer. That's right. It's terrifying. I got a question about him. Let's I don't hear know it. If you want to go to it now. Let's do it. What, what's the deal with the, like, I, I didn't realize this again until this last time watching it, but there's a progression through the movie of them showing his hand. Okay. All fucked up, right? They, the, the first scene in yeah, the store. Yeah, it's completely jacked up. And it's, yeah, he's got it, like, totally wrapped up, and you can see that it's bloody. In, and they make a very clear effort to like show it in the in the church when he meets Kevin and he like actually goes up and talks to him and he shakes Kevin's hand. Right. They have a very clear shot yeah. of nothing but their hands and he's just got like a small right. band aid on it. Right. Like, so there's a there's a fan theory of that because I've thought the same thing. There's a fan theory that that is a representation of like healing healing yeah. yeah of of healing because he's he at the end of the day he like mends fences with his family and that's like that's healing you know what i'm saying and then there's also a a some sort of metaphor i don't i don't really buy into it of that he is he is like ghost of christmas present past and future all wrapped into one and that's his story arc that he's not actually there do you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah that seems a bit far it is it is but the consensus is that them showing his hand being messed up has something to do with like letting the heart heal, essentially, like forgiveness. Okay. And that's like a physical representation of it. I think that's probably too deep. It is. I think they deep. probably just fucked up and and did it. It's weird. To, I don't know. It just seems strange, like when you're paying attention, how close the shots are. There, it's it's very. It seems very deliberate. Both of those are very deliberate. Yeah. I mean, they're hard panning. The first one when he slams his hand on the counter, it's like fully fucked up, and I think he's buying band aids. Yeah, yeah. But it's like he's got like a fucking piece of cloth wrapped around it. And right. they pan up to his terrifying face. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Maybe then, he's really a killer. Maybe. I mean, although I, I guess maybe this goes to the theory at the very end, 
um, he waves at Kevin through the window with the same hand. I think with the same hand. There's no. It's not wrapped up or anything. So there you all go. right. So maybe it's the like healing metaphor. Could be. All right. I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, the next. The next. Uh, Scene is Kevin orders a pizza, which is where like the delivery guy comes and he he plays the the uh, the angels with filthy souls and he's like, "How much do I owe you?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheapskate and then he like shoots and the guy gets all scared and runs away. So I I, th- I always find that that scene funny. Um, then you have a uh, Kevin visits Santa. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a really good one. It's funny and then Santa's uh he's like Santa's late for a little get together <laughs> and he gives him like some fucking tic tacs. Yeah. He's like yeah he's yeah. like everybody's got to get something from yeah. like the big man yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he's like I know how it works. Kevin's like, I know you're not the real Santa. He's like putting his beard back on. He's like, what gave it away? Yeah. yeah. Um, funny little thing about that movie too is like at the or that scene, as they pan out, they show Kevin run away because he's got to go back to the house to fight the wet bandits. The uh, Santa Claus gets into his car and like starts it up and starts to drive away and it stalls. Mm-hmm. That actually happened. Oh, really? Like they bought a shitty car because okay. they wanted to see what would happen. It actually stalls. Right, right. And so the guy just ad libs like whatever he says. Okay. Yeah, it's like an early 80s like Civic or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last scene is is the ending, is is fucking Kevin versus the Wet Bandits. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't need to go into... No, no, no. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah I don't the whole need to movie, describe yeah. that to you. Right. All right. So which one's your favorite? Or do you got a... you have a write-in? I mean, there's there there's definitely overlap. Um, right. You know, I, I, like the, I like the beginning as well. Um as they're kind of like setting the scene, like right. the tone for the movie and like the whole family. I like the scene where they're eating pizza right before the milk spills. Right. Because it's just like total anarchy. And, and I feel like everybody around the holidays can like, um, like understands that like for craziness sure. with, with family. Right. So, so I kind of like that. Um, yeah. Like obviously the main scenes of, of them being in the, uh, going through the fun house. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the one I think that you mentioned as well of, uh, Buzz telling the story of the South Bend <laughs> Shovel Slayer. It's yeah. so good. Buzz then, is the best. Yeah. I would watch a Buzz standalone movie. Yeah, I'm, I might be down for that. Okay. So which one? What do you like? Come on. You gotta get, You gotta pick one. Pick one what? Pick what's your favorite scene. Oh, if I have to pick one scene in the whole... I mean, you've listened to the podcast. Yeah. If you've I been pick, on the podcast. That's true. If I have to pick one scene from the whole film, that's my favorite. It, it's probably just gotta be part of... Um, you know, Harry and Marv going through the actual yeah. house just because it's like the quintessential scene for the yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. No, that's a fantastic... I think the first scene is my favorite, that whole, you know, long scene of Joe Pesci coming in, yeah. Buzz talks to Kevin, and then they, they get into it with Uncle Frank. That's my favorite. But the the hard part of this movie is, to me, it's like one long scene. Like, yeah. it's all great. Yeah. I mean, I left out a bunch that I, that I really like. Um, question. What do you think Kevin's father does for a living that they can afford that house and five children and a trip to paris there's fan theories right we can we can talk about one of them yeah okay uh i have no idea definitely something that that i've thought about in the past like as you get a bit older and you you know as i'm not a kid i'm like wait a minute they got a lot of money um, right. I just, you know, paying a little bit more critical attention did, um, I, I think actually they say, somebody says somewhere that his brother buys, like pays for the whole trip, right? Well, no, the, the Rob, uncle, his brother uh, no, Rob. they're going to stay with him. I'm pretty sure they said uncle Rob like bought the tickets oh, as maybe. well. Maybe. I don't think so. Ah, God. Okay. Know, but have, maybe. We might have to rewatch okay. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a shit ton of money. It's like, there's a ridiculous house yeah. and then, and then they're flying first class. 
and the uncle, kids are kids are flying in coach. coach. Yeah, and Uncle Frank is in the first class. Fuck that. And Uncle dude. Frank is stealing silverware and yeah. he's like, fill it up, fill it up, this fill it up, is, fill it up. This is real crystal. This yeah. is real. Put in your purse, put in your purse, put in your purse. Yeah. And then yeah. he's like, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up. Yeah. Um so the fan theory, mm-hmm. there's two. Okay. So in the script, I guess it just says, you know, that the, the dad is in business. Mm-hmm. Real fucking just yeah, you know, d- just doesn't say. Real uh yeah, anyways. Um so the theory, the fan theory is that he's a mob boss. I can see that. Okay. The fan theory is that uh, that he's a mob boss and the 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 reasons they give for that is so when he meets Harry at the beginning and Harry's dressed like a cop, he's instantly like defensive about everything and he's like, Am I in trouble? Yeah. You know, and then he's like, No, 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 no. Um the wet bandits specifically say they started work in that neighborhood for that house. Yep. Like why? Yeah. Okay. And then uh and then the family's behavior. Like they're all just pretty awful to each other. They're terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's a mob boss, bro. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I could see that. And then there's some like theory that's way out of left field that he's training secret agents. Okay, that one's <laughs> and that, pretty far. That huh? he left his son home alone so that he could like fend for himself so he could be like gain training essentially to be okay. some fucking assassin. Okay. Zero to back that up. But the mob boss makes a little sense. The yeah. This doesn't that that does, that one does make sense just because of the sheer amount of money they have. Right. Um, and he clearly doesn't seem stressed out. Like he's not working like as a VP somewhere and he's like always connected. Uh, I mean, I guess this is before cell phones obviously, but anyway, yeah, the mob boss thing is, seems legitimate. I did hear something else or read something else okay. fairly recently as I was kind of prepping for this okay. about, um, uncle Frank. I don't know if you, I'm sure you heard <laughs> let's about hear this. It. I think so, but let's hear it. The thing that I heard is that the whole thing basically goes down because the wet bandits are hired by Uncle Frank. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that was actually in the original script. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah, that yeah, I didn't, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So that's in the original script that he has some sort of a, I don't know if it's like vendetta against his brother-in-law or something, but yeah, he sets into in place the wet bandits. Yeah. And then there's some like deeper theory that he's... He cuts the power. He's the one who actually cuts the power. Mm. And like he wants Kevin because he hates Kevin so much, which is like some real like sadistic shit. Yeah. <laughs> hates this little eight-year-old boy so much that we're going to leave him home knowing that these dudes are going to come rob the house. Right. And then like on the plane after they find out. Oh, yeah. He's seeing he's like, horrible. Yeah. Ah, it's just horrible. <laughs> and then he gives some other example, which is escaping me he's right like, now. He's like, if it makes you feel any better, I left my glasses. Yeah. And they're just <laughs> looking around like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. 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 He's the worst. He's awful. So who's worse, Buzz or Uncle Frank? Uncle Frank, for sure. Because Buzz, I feel like, is like your stereotypical just asshole brother. Yeah. Uncle Frank is like a sadistic fucking old man who wants to see like things done to people. Yeah, exactly. He's awful. Right. Yeah. Uncle Frank's the type of dude who will like hit you with his car and drive away. Yeah. Like real like old white privilege man. Yes. 100%. The worst. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Is this real crystal? Ugh. Put it in your bag. Yeah, yeah, he's, first... he's he's awful. Yeah, terrible human awful. being. Okay. And just taking advantage of people throughout the entire Yeah, he movie. doesn't pay for shit. No. He's like, oh, I don't have my wallet. Only traveler's checks. Yeah. And there's like, where's the pizza? Traveler's checks. Yeah. My, it's my brother's house. He'll pay for it. Yeah, of course he will. Right. How are they brothers, by the way? They couldn't look diff- more different. Yeah. They appear to be like, you know, Kevin's dad for all, for everything and all intents and purposes looks like fairly like a nice man yeah i don't know yeah like average american dude well with a fat house 
Yeah, yeah, but uh, how he PH. looks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but then Uncle Frank looks old, yeah. and he just is a dick. Yeah, he just looks sour and yeah, yeah. And then he's like fucking being a real creeper in the second one, naked dancing in the shower. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Uh, next category, best performance. So you have Macaulay Culkin as Kevin, right? Uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern as the Wet Bandits. I can't. I can't separate them. Yeah, I can't separate him. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a, because I, I think she's funny as Catherine O'Hara as his mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got you got any you, any yeah. additional? I, I I no, I don't have any. I don't have any new ones. Basically, like my mine are are in that group as well. Right. Um, I have them down as you know Harry and Marv, and right. I you know again they're lumped together as one, and then actually, you have to right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's they're the weapon. It's this yeah. one entity. Yeah. Okay. I did write down Uncle Frank though. <laughs> So, go ahead. Because I, I fucking hate him. Right. He's awful. My only question is, so I have Uncle Frank in a, in a later category. Mm-hmm. Is he in the movie enough to give the best performance? He's not in the movie that much. I, I don't know. Like, I just, it, he has such an impact on me right. watching the movie. Like a visceral reaction. Yeah, exactly. Like, I fucking hate him. But what, if you say Uncle Frank, then you got to throw Buzz in there too. Because I love Buzz. But yeah. <laughs> he gives that speech where he's like, one, oh, yeah. B. Yeah. <laughs> Like I can't remember exactly yeah. how he says it, but yeah, it's yeah. the best. A little, what do he called? Little tripe. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Something can learn a lesson. Yeah, the little tyke. Does he say little? I'm tyke? pretty sure he says the little tyke. The little, yeah. Tripe would be weird. I don't think Buzz <laughs> actually has ever had tripe. I'm I don't pretty know. Sure he Maybe says little tyke. They're going to France. I, yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know. They got new beaches. Not in the winter. <laughs> Not in the winter. All right. Uh, so you think it's Uncle Frank? You're giving the right in Uncle Frank. Oh, it's it's tough. I'm, okay. I'm stuck between Uncle Frank and and the weapon. It's okay. It's Macaulay Culkin for me. If this if he doesn't if he doesn't give the performance he gives, I mean, because he's legitimately funny, charming, an asshole. Like this little kid gave such a great performance. Yeah. This movie doesn't work without a strong child performance from him. It's true. So I, I I think it's him. Uncle Frank is is interesting. Okay. All right, so then uh, worst performance. I can't, there's nobody who's like overly bad. It's blank. Yeah, you can see in my notes. It's yeah, blank. I got nothing. Yeah. All right, we're just going to move right past that. I, I I guess you could say, I can't even say like any of the random kids. No, like I, even like every, every, all the, you know, random two second people, like the cop who chases him across the pond and like the people in the store, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, he, the, the, the woman, um, Grocery checkout yeah. person. Yeah. She was great too. Who was originally cast as a man, and they needed, they thought they needed a woman to be more empathetic to a child, which I thought was interesting. It's yeah, probably true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I got nobody. All right. So most overacted performance or the Jamie Fox award Jamie for Fox overacting. Award. We're going back with Jamie Fox. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really think of anybody because nobody stands out. The only people I could think of are all the people that were cast for the actors in the Angels with Filthy Souls mini movie. Because they're oh. really given like a, a, you know, just a stereotypical like mobster. Yeah. Like, yeah, she. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, Muggsy and yeah, sna- snakes. Bugsy and snakes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give you to the count of 10. Yeah. To get your yellow. Keister. It's yeah. the only time you hear Keister. Keister. Great word. Yeah. Great yeah. word. Yeah. We got to bring that the back, H-A-U actually. uses Keister. Bring him back, Keister. H-A-U. H-A-U. I like it. Okay. Who did the most with the least amount of screen time? I mean, this is a good one. This is a good category. Yeah, I got three strong. I got three strong contenders. I got. I got two. Oh, man, I know who you're leaving out. And you're gonna be like, oh man, I left him out. Okay. 
Devin Ratray is Buzz. Just classic, just, we've talked about it. Buzz is the worst, but also I want to watch a Buzz separate movie. Uh, Uncle Frank, so Gary Bamman. Okay. Mm, you don't okay. like Uncle we, Okay. And then I got John Candy as Gus Polinski, the polka king of the Midwest, lead singer of the Kenosha, ki- Kenosha <laughs> the Kickers. Kenosha Kickers. Dude, John Candy's fantastic in this yeah, movie for the short really period. Good. All right. Um, John, yeah, John Candy I didn't think about, and I, I would put him on as my third. The the two that I wrote down is, is Buzz, obviously. Um like like specifically for me the like scene where he's setting up the like South Bend shovel Slater like Dude, in the, the window and it's just like classic older brother yeah. like you know telling some shit that he heard yeah. from somebody else that doesn't make any sense <laughs> um, the scene where he's like telling Kevin or when Kevin's asking did anybody order me a cheese pizza and he's like he's like uh, you're gonna have to get something because I'm gonna barf it all yeah. up and then he sits there and he's like acting like he's puking <laughs> oh god it's the best yeah. Um, my only thing I would say about Buzz is, is he better in the second one? Because he has the, where he acts like he's like a lawyer after he does like, he knocks all the, he's acting like he's playing the drums with the, with the fake candles when they're doing the choir at the very beginning. Oh God, I totally forgot And he knocks that. them all down and then he's talking to the family as if he's giving, and then at the end he goes up to Kevin, he's like, you little trout sniffer. <laughs> yes, trout sniffer. <laughs> Is that a, is that an old like like derogatory term? Where yeah, baby angels with with filthy souls? I, I might have to look Keister. up trout sniffer. I don't at know. Some point. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So my, my second one um, for the like who did the most the least amount of screen time? Right. Mitch Murphy. Who is the little kid next door <laughs> who comes by and he's like opening up their shit yeah. and like playing with the yo yos. <laughs> And he's and like, the driver's Does this van like, have all wheel drive. <laughs> what kind of gas mileage does this get? And right. the the driver's just like, beat it, kid. Yeah. I got shit to do. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then you know you make like a strong argument that the movie like doesn't happen for if sure. It wasn't if it isn't for Mitch Murphy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a good one. Okay. So who's yours? I mean, who you got? If if I had to pick between one of the two. Yep. Um, it might be Mitch Murphy. <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, you don't have Uncle Frank in it because you have Uncle Frank in just right. The I got best Uncle Frank. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got to go. John Candy. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I just John Candy's great in everything, but he's so like empathetic and funny, and <laughs> he's like, we were pretty big. Where in Chicago? Uh, Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Re- really big in Sheboygan. Yeah, like, like 600 copies. Yeah. You do you know the fan theory about him? Mm-mm. He's the devil. Interesting. Because she's talking to so Catherine O'Hara, Kevin's mom, is talking to. The, the ticket um, mm-hmm. counter. The kiosk person. Yeah, and she's talking about, you know, yada, 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 whatever. I need to get home and pleading with them. And you don't ever see Gus, John Candy. And then she specifically says, if I have to sell my soul to the devil himself. And then he appears. And then he's right behind her. So it's a real, like, crossroads demon Interesting. Thing. So that's the theory is that he's, he's the devil. But he, he helps her out. It, well, she's supposed to because he, she sells her soul to him at that point. So, yeah. She's that's what she wants to do. She wants to get home, so he's gonna help her get home. But then he owns her soul. Man, that's dark. and then the whole crossroads thing, you usually have ten years and then they come knocking. Don't you ever watch Supernatural? No, I didn't watch Supernatural. Fuck. Yeah, man. Ten years. And they're coming. Hellhounds. That's crazy. Yeah. I never thought about that. I, I mean it makes sense. Here. I like to think it's true. Yeah. I li- I like it. And she's theory. awful. Like she I like is. Catherine. They're all awful to him. Everybody is awful. And they're just like Oh god, they're such like stereotypical like 
Americans. Yeah. Is they like walk in the airport and they're like this like nice French lady is like on yeah. the phone yeah. and they're like, get off the phone right now. I right. need to use yeah. it. She's well, like, to be fair, I mean, like her kid is, but you left him there. Yeah. It's her. It's all her fault. Yeah. I mean, it's their fault. Yeah. They're very dismissive of everything. Right. Like when the, when the dude's like, hey, Ma Bell is going to take like three days to get your, your power back or your, your phone's back on. She's just like, meh. Yeah. Like whatever, peasant, don't talk to me. Right. I'm living in my fucking like, mansion. I'm I'm a mob boss wife. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get you. They're they're real bad like just real Uncle Frank is the worst, again, old white man privilege. Yeah, he's the pinnacle of it. Yeah. All of them he are one hundred percent is a Trump supporter. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Just build the wall. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He's got the hat. He's got everything. Yeah. Was it the magma hat? Mag- MAGA gear. MAGA? Yeah. H A U. Yep. All right. All right, so you're going with, with the what's his name again? Mitch Murphy. Mitch Murphy. I wrote it down too. <laughs> I wonder if he's ever done anything else. I don't know. I figured you would have like, or I figured you would have like recognized the name as soon as I said Mur- Mitch Murphy. Is that his name in real life? No, 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 that's his name. His character's name. I got nothing. I don't. Do they ever say his name? Yeah. Okay. That's how no, I wrote man. it down. I mean, I know exactly who you're talking about. He pulls out like a yo-yo. Pulls yeah, out like a camera going through their bag. Yeah, 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 I know exactly. And she counts him as Kevin. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. No, I, I got nothing, man. Um, so then we're going to go into best musical sequence. Okay, so this movie has a f- handful of scenes that have just the best Christmas music. Yeah. And I, if those songs come on like my Christmas playlist during you know the holidays, I think of this movie for the mm-hmm. most part. So you have uh, Run Run Rudolph yep. when they're running through the, the airport with Chuck Berry's song. You have Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Rocking around the Christmas tree when he's like fucking Kevin somehow sets up the most elaborate, yeah, you know, fake party in like minutes and he's dancing, he's got yeah. the fucking the Michael Jordan, Jordan thing, yeah. okay. And then you have the dreaming of a white Christmas, yeah, when he puts on the aftershave, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. singing to it, doo, 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 doo. yep, come on, man, you want no, me to sing? You. Are you gonna make me sing? No, no, you got it, okay. Uh, you like any of those better than the others? I like the Run Run Rudolph yeah, the one the most that's, it, because it's like it sums up the movie. I feel like it's crazy yeah. and and it's just a great scene as they're like sprinting through the airport. Yeah, um, yeah, that was probably my favorite. And then John Williams score because John Williams did this. So the same guy who did Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Star Wars, Jaws, E.T. You know the three first three Harry Potter's does the score to this movie and it's really good. The music in this movie is really really understated and really good. I think. I I would agree. I yeah. agree. I, yeah, I'm not like, uh, yeah, I couldn't like. I can't think of all this, you know, the right. songs. But, but but if you hear the theme, like I could play you the theme, and, right and now, everybody would know, and you would know exactly yeah. what it is. You're like, oh, this is Home Alone. Or if you can't think of what it is, you're like, I know it. Yeah, I just can't think of what it is. Agreed. All right. Um. So you go into things that don't hold up well today. Okay. This okay. is one of my favorite cat. I think this this could be quickly becoming my favorite category. Okay. I got a couple things written down. I think okay. they're going to be different from yours. Well, let's hear it. Give me yours first. Okay. My my first two is Kevin's mom's shoulder pads. <laughs> the fashion. Those things are crazy. <laughs> like I, the first time, like opening scene, I think she's got like her, her pantsuit or whatever on. And they're like, they're like, Odorous Arungus from Guar, like they're they're Matt. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, of course, I know okay. Guar, bro. I'm um, just making sure. Like I paint the picture. They're completely out of control. I, th- I don't know anybody else might not know Guar that's going to listen to this podcast, but well, I like where you're they at. They can go look it up. I like G-W-A-R. it. G W A R. Yeah, go look it up. Yeah, Odorous Arungus. Actually, you probably don't look that up. You don't don't look that, that up. Life. You might spell it wrong, and who knows what's going to come up. Right. All right. Yeah. What other one? You said you got two. Um, just the general general decor. Like their house 
inside is atrocious. <laughs> it's not great. Like the wallpaper. It's not great. Oh God, it's so bad. It's very eighties. Even though it's you know, obviously eighties, early nineties. Yeah, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know when it's. It's so bad. Okay. Um. Yeah, it definitely doesn't hold up. Looks awful. And then um, the other thing that I wrote down was was just like the shopping cart full of groceries for less than twenty bucks. For sure. And he gets like army men. Yeah, exactly. Okay. People don't know about that shit. If you're under, you know, 25 right now, you have no idea. No, 25. Even, I don't yeah. even think 25. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so I have three. So I have physical air, airline tickets. <laughs> Nobody's printing out airline tickets. Right. Yep. Okay. I have a uh, physical alarm clocks. Oh, yeah. Like, because the whole they thing is, happens because yep. of the alarm clock. Yep. You know, if you have just your phone, which everybody, nobody has physical alarm clocks anymore. Yeah. And then my last thing is that nobody has cell phones. Yeah. That's if this if they all have cell phones, this movie is again doesn't happen. Doesn't exist. Yeah. So those are my three. Yeah, those are good. I like the the shoulder pads though. The shoulder pads are rough. Her hair too. Oh yeah. Okay. I would for me though it's 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 the uh, it always throws me off when I watch movies now that are not period pieces so to speak and they still like they don't have cell phones. It just throws me off. Obviously, I know they didn't have cell phones in 1990, um, but it's just it's just odd to me because hmm, yeah. it's so. I mean, cell phones are just so part of yeah, our, our culture. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, that's a good one. So then I have things that hold up today. Okay, I have. You got anything for that? Um, I wrote down. I wrote down like two things that that do. Yeah, they do hold up. Okay. One was we started kind of talking about it already, which is the like rude ass Americans pushing their way around <laughs> that, everywhere. Um, but that's still true today. That's what I'm saying. They that do. Hold oh, okay. Up. My bad. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So every, yeah, I feel like if you travel at all, you realize like okay, this is like how like stereotypical bad American travelers for are. sure. Um, you know, asking, they were, they're asking the, uh, like, uh, airline kiosk person, like, can't you just bump somebody else? Like these people all got shit to do. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to see their families yeah. and it's like, you fucked up and you're more important. Anyway, don't get me, <laughs> don't get me don't started. started on that. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, the same thing while she, while she's in Scranton. Scranton. Uh, yeah. Expecting that she, uh, basically she deserves something. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the second thing, like that, that people, I think that that holds up is uh, just the family problems. Yeah. Um, like the childhood kind of adventure story, and like you know, yelling that you're hating your family and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. If, if you have a big family, right? I feel like it's inevitable at some point that happens. It doesn't matter if you have cell phones or not. You're going on like a real negative vibe, man. I mean, man, you hate Americans a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say I hate Americans. <laughs> Um, I hate like these Privilege. people. Yeah. Well, I hate like the people who the act rude. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. These like very high entitlement. I think you've lived in Southern California too long. Yeah. Okay. I mean forever. Yeah. So, so too long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine are, so Christmas I think holds up obviously just the, the story of, or the feeling that this movie gives you of Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the humor, I think this movie could be made today and the humor would still be yeah. right on. I think it'd still be funny. Again, assuming you have a kid who's going to be as clever and as charming and funny as Macaulay Culkin. And, uh, and again, the overall movie, because there's like no special effects for the most part in this movie. Yeah. So I think that, that holds up super well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, most memorable line. Can we burn through these, see if you got anything? Yeah, I mean, I, think... I have four. Okay. Um, so you, if you want to go first. Okay. Uh, so I have what Buzz says to Kevin, I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> That's a really good one. <laughs> it's like one of the first things, yeah. they, first like line of dialogue in the whole movie. Yeah. 
and, and his face too when he says it. And Kevin's just yeah. like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Like, what did I do?" <laughs> what does he call him? Like a flemwad when he talked yeah. to him at first. He's like, "What are you doing in my room, flemwad?" Flem- yeah. Buzz, what is he? He asks. He asks one of the kids, like, "What should I pack?" And Buzz, he's like, "Buzz told you, like, uh, toilet paper, toilet and, paper water. and water." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, dude, Uncle Frank, <laughs> look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> dude, Uncle Frank's dick. Yeah. Dick. Um, and then you have from um, Angels with Filthy Souls, uh, Keep the Change, You Filthy Animals. Yeah. It's probably the most memorable from, from the whole movie. Um, and probably my favorite is Marv when they almost run over uh, uh, Kevin. <laughs> He's like, Santa, don't visit the funeral homes, little buddy. <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> That's a good one, uh, too. And then the last one I got is, uh, you guys give up or you're thirsty for more, is yeah. what Kevin says to yeah. the wet bandits. All right. Those are good. What do you got? Um, so the first one I also had was uh, Uncle Frank, the, like, look what you did, you little jerk. Because he says it with such, like, vitriol yeah. and just, like, hatred. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, and, and this is something that, like, you is still 100% quotable today. Like, and happens on the regular basis. I've definitely <laughs> said this to my brothers at yeah. some point yeah. um, within the last year. Yeah. Um, super quotable. Well, real quick, Fuller, who is Uncle What's Frank's kid. Yeah. That's Uncle Frank's kid. Right. And that's Macaulay Culkin's brother in real life. His little brother. Oh, really? In real life. Yeah, yeah. I didn't it's know uh, Kieran Culkin, I believe. Okay. Um, how are you going to talk shit about anybody else's kid when your kid is Fuller? Yeah. Like, that little troll of a kid <laughs> who's just pumped he's going to piss the bed and he's just like... Intentionally yeah, like yeah. drinking the, like, like, Pepsi, the Pepsi Yeah, like raising the eyebrows like, yeah. yeah I'm wet in the bed. <laughs> Easy on the Pepsi. We, we, need pe- where we already packed the rubber sheets. Yeah. Like, who... Jesus. The fuck? Yeah. Families are the worst. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you, no, you're Your good. other line. Yeah. Um, the, the sister... Uh, when they're in the scene where they're like telling Kevin what to pack, or they're yeah. they're giving him a hard time for for not packing his own bag, <laughs> right? And she's like, "Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents," right? And like they never say anything more about that, but that's another one is like yeah. amazingly quotable. What lines. does that mean? You're incompetent. Okay. Yeah. Man, you're so cultured. Well, you know, I try. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. What else I got? I got the the angels of filthy filthy souls scene. Right. Mine was the the count of ten scene. Yeah. I'm gonna you know one two ten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And the last thing is like is less of a line, but but it it uh, I feel like is another great like single shot representation of the movie where um, the tarantula is on Mara's face. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's just like has losing this, his like, shit. Scream that sounds 100 percent genuine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just it's it's the only time he sounds like that in the yeah. whole film. Yeah. For me, I think my favorite is uh, and it makes me laugh every time is the the Santa don't visit the funeral home, little buddy, because he says it in like a southern accent. Yeah. For some reason too, and 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 Kevin's just like, eh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's it's funny because it, it, the way he says it, it sounds like he's like trying to sound cool to this little kid, uh, which is why he throws that yeah. like twang thing yeah. or whatever that he's yeah. got on it in, in the inflection. Yeah, it's it's awesome. That there's there's really he says something else in the movie where he uh, he mentions, I think he says something like. Harry says something about Kevin. It's when they're first going to the house, or the very end when they're going to the house, and. I think Harry's like, oh, maybe we should just knock on the front door. He's a kid. And then Marv is like, yeah, he's a kid. 
he's a kid. Kids are stupid. <laughs> like maybe he'll open the door. Yeah. It just makes, cause that's something I would say like, yeah, kids are stupid. Yeah. Um, and it just makes me laugh every time. That's a really good one too. All right. All right. So a new category. Okay. Super excited about this category. Okay. Would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it? And if he was in it, who would he, who play? Would he play? Oh, shit. <laughs> this, is, this is an amazing category. I'm super pumped for, for all future episodes. So I got two. Okay. And I give them to, me, I give them to you. And then if, you, if something else thinks, okay, you right. think of something. So he could play Uncle Frank. Yeah. Be perfect. Gary Oldman would be perfect for Uncle Frank. I think I would love to see him as the Polka King. Gus Polinski. Kenosha Kickers. Yeah. Fuck, those are both good. <laughs> so let me just caveat. Gary Oldman will make any movie better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry. yeah I agree. proceed. I, I, you know what? I don't know because I, I, I genuinely didn't. Uh, this is a surprise on me, and I didn't have time to prep for this. Um, <laughs> could he play Kevin? <laughs> no, no, I don't think he could play Kevin. I mean, I'm, he's got range. I'm, it's true. I, I think that he would be a great Uncle Frank. Okay, um, definitely could do Uncle Frank. <laughs> what um, about the Wet Bandits? I don't think he could do. I mean, not he over... Can't be Dan- he can't be Harry, or he can't be Marv. He can't be Daniel Stern. No, no. I don't think he could do Joe Pesci either. No. It just wouldn't be the same. He could be the sl- the, the shovel killer. He, I was just going to say, he yeah. might be the old man. The old South man Bend, Marley. Yeah, old man Marley, the South Bend shovel slayer. What he, a great name, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> that might, I might make that my screen name, like on the PS That's a good handle. That's a good handle. <laughs> also, you know what was amusing to me with that is... He knew, uh, you know, he talks to Kevin in the church. He's like, there's a lot of stories going around about me. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, like, yeah. how do you, like, what happened? Clearly something happened yeah. to start this, you know, the rumor mill. Well, okay. So no internet, pre-internet. Okay. So how's everybody finding these things out? Is he just, cause he's a nice old man. Like at the end of the day, he's dude is doing everybody a favor by fucking shoveling the, the sidewalks. And by all accounts, like Chicago's a shit show with snow. Yeah. Okay. So like. What, because his family doesn't come around? Like, mind your business. Yeah. I mean, unless he actually is a South Bend Shovel Slayer. Yeah. Like, is he like a precursor to Dexter? Maybe. Just putting bodies in the fucking, in the, in the garbage can and disintegrating them with, with salt? I, yeah, I, maybe. Will that work? No, I was just going to say, like, it's amusing the, like, childhood ridiculous shit that you hear and you just repeat without any validation of, like... He puts the the bodies in the trash can, and the the bodies turn to salt. Dude, for some reason, I thought you were going Buffalo Bill right now and being like, he puts the lotion in the basket. I thought you were going with that, or it gets the hose. It puts the lotion in the basket, or it gets the hose. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, ridiculous. Yuck. Okay, so I mean, what do we what do we got, man? Gary Oldman. Who's he gonna be? I mean, I think yeah, off the cuff, it's probably gonna be the old man. South okay. and Shovel Slayer. Perfect. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Another new category. Oh, I like it. <laughs> the worst injury sustained. The worst injury sustained. Yeah. From the wet bandits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got branding your hand on the doorknob. Okay. Okay. We got nail through the foot. We got a straight up electrocution. Yep. Okay. We got the head burned with a blowtorch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or a paint can to the face. You forgot one. Yeah, what do you got? The iron. Dude. The, the iron, iron would take you out. <laughs> All of these would take you I out. I mean, the, the foot, the, the nail through the foot. is not going to kill you. No. The doorknob is not going to kill you. Right. It's gonna, both of those, you're out of commission. Yeah. You're going to the hospital. Yeah, dude. The guy fucking has the M from the door handle <laughs> burned into his hand. Wrecked. 
Yeah. Yeah. That door handle. Electrocution, be... game over. Yeah. You're done. The head burn with a blowtorch, done. Yeah. We're talking like third degree burns. Yeah. Paint can to the face? That's going to kill you. Dude, he swings it from the second story fucking balcony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't need to we don't need to get too deep into the um HAU, but in the second one, the pipe, dude. And then the pipe and then they fall like like, like two no, stories yes. down. <laughs> yeah. And then well and then you know the the low key one that like every time I see it I'm like, "Ooh, I know that hurts is when they step on the micro machines." Yeah. Cuz right. dude, precursor to the Lego. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Right. Yeah, kids, all, look up micro machines. Yeah, yeah, kids don't tell no, no show. No, look machines. up the commercials with the guy who talks super fast. Yeah, the brick <laughs> off the like third or fourth floor in the second one. <laughs> you're de- he takes like three of them. Yeah, three of dead. them. Yeah. You're dead. Housekeeping. Yeah, you're dead. It's my favorite. Tim Curry when he says that when he's trying to act like he's not Tim Curry, right? And he's like got one of the most you know, distinguishable voices in Hollywood. Yeah. And he tries to disguise it by say, sounding like that. I think I sound like him. I don't fucking know when I do the... You know. Right, right, right. It's, it's low-key one of my favorite performances ever. Tim yeah. Curry in the second one. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, Spe- go, I'm going with Iron. If I, if iron. I got to pick one, I'm going like Iron. Right in. From the, yeah. That's yeah. the worst. Yep. Okay. For some reason, for me, the worst one is the nail through the foot. I know that's mm-hmm. not the most like catastrophic one, but every time it makes me cringe. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. It feels slow. Ugh. It, you can feel it. Yeah. Like watching the side shot yeah. where, and you can see the nail. Yeah. And I think they even have like a little sound effect. Yeah. Oh, a little God. squishy. And then he just like picking up his And he foot. fall. He, he doesn't he fall back down yeah. like four or five stairs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, so bad. Why you look like a like a duck or something like that? Because doesn't. Uh, <laughs> why why you dress like a chicken? That's what it is. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so we were talking about the second one real quick. Mm-hmm. What do you like better, first or second? Because, I mean, you're the guy who likes Back to Future 3 more than any of the other ones. No, 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 no. I don't know, man. Don't the way get I heard that shit it. twisted. I don't know. I like, I'm on the fence about whether or not I think the third one is better than the second. Because I like Westerns. And because I fucking <laughs> like ZZ Top. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um... I real I feel like they're equal. Like I don't know if this is a cop out answer. Yeah. But like the first one creates the HAU. HAU. The the second one, like, it really just keeps it going. Yeah. You don't lose I feel like nothing was lost. It's not like you don't have the bad sequel. Like I, I feel like the second one okay, so <clears throat> the second one I will for whatever reason I'll watch more now. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to put both of them in, I don't know why, but I'll watch the second one. It has more like random performances. Like I love the dude who owns the toy store. Mm-hmm. Okay, the old Duncan. dude. Duncan. Duncan's toy chest. I like the limo driver who's just like this random dude who gets him like a cheese pizza and he's just funny. Cruising around New York. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like the Tim Curry, we said, yeah. kills it. Yeah. Rob Schneider Rob as like Schneider. the, the yeah. bellhop. Mm-hmm. And then the, the whole... Daniel Stern keeps seeing that one lady, mm-hmm. the blonde lady, and he's just like, hey. Yeah. And she just fucking wrecks, like, wrecks him every time. I don't know. I like. I think I, I don't want to say I like the second one better, but I almost would rather watch the second one. I, I, I might. Yeah, I think I can agree with you because yeah. I, I don't think that I could say one is is necessarily better than the other. But yeah, there's a lot of rewatchability. And, and the bird Curry, lady. The bird lady. I forgot. The, the bird the, lady. <laughs> yeah, the bird lady. Yeah. Tim Curry. Um, the whole Toy Store thing. There's a yeah. lot. Yeah. 
The cheese that is that like the best looking cheese pizza you've ever seen or what? I feel like it yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's it's like all hot and steamy. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. it looks so fucking. Yeah, we just yeah. ate. I'm hungry. Maybe we need to get a cheese pizza. Yeah. All right. So yeah, worst injury. Got it. Locked it in. Um. So at the end of the day, you watch this movie. Whose movie is it? Like, who do you associate this movie with, actor wise, character wise? So I put Macaulay Culkin. I put Joe Pesci or Daniel Stern as as the wet bandage. And then I put Chris Columbus because it has a, a, a specific look to it. It's obviously not going to be Chris Columbus, the director, but I put him for me. It's really between Macaulay Culkin and, and Joe Pesci and, and Daniel Stern. Um, I, I feel similarly. I didn't have, um, Chris Columbus on my list. Right. Um, but, but I feel, yeah, I feel like if we're going to say like whose movie is it, I feel like it has to be Kevin. I really kind of want it to be the wet bandits, but I feel like it's gotta be Kevin. <laughs> Would you watch a, a wet bandit spinoff that just what they're getting into or like their origins of being like this, this yeah dynamo? A hundred percent. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. I would watch that. A, a prequel I would watch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Better nickname. Wet bandits. Sticky bandits. I mean, I like, <laughs> I like, I, yeah, I think I like the wet bandits more. Yeah, because the wet bandits, they're flooding people's houses. The right. sticky bandits, he's got the, the tape on the hand yeah. and stealing fucking beanies. Stealing beanies. Yeah, okay. So you like the wet bandits? Yeah, I think so. And okay. I like how much that Harry dislikes the wet bandits. Well, yeah, because they, they fucking get caught and yeah. they know every place they hit. Yeah. And then Daniel Stern's like, it's W E T. Right. Like, don't forget how to spell yeah. it. All right. Yeah. All right. So you you would you would say it's. I gotta say it's Kevin. Oh, it's no, Kevin. I, yeah. say it's Kevin. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's it's his movie. Yeah. I mean he's he's in damn near every scene. All right. Uh, well, if if I have a, a fan theory about about Kevin. Okay. Kevin's a psychopath. Yes or no? Does he have psychopathic tendencies? Um. He gives zero fucks about her human people. life. Zero fucks. Yeah, he might be. Okay. The thing is, he might be like a sociopath, not a psychopath, right? Because he knows like the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I would yeah. agree with that. Okay, so if he is a sociopath, okay, okay, the fan theory is that he becomes Jigsaw from the Saw films. <laughs> what? Yeah, you've I've never, never seen heard that. that. You've no, never seen, heard that. No, I've never heard that. Yeah, legitimately, I've never heard that. Hundred percent, and it's a number of different things. <laughs> The biggest thing is because all of his traps he sets for the wet bandits oh are set God. off by them. Yeah. And that's just like the Jigsaw movies. The theory is that after all this happens, his family goes into witness protection. <laughs> and this is why he has the name switch to, to, to whatever Jigsaw's name okay. is. But yeah, that's the fan theory is that he's, the, the, he's Jigsaw. He's Jigsaw. That's fucking amazing. I've never <laughs> heard that. I could see... Like, even just visually, he yeah. kind of looks like him as an old man. Like Tobin Bell, the actor? Yeah, I don't know okay. his name, but That's that him. guy. Yeah, I could see him aging into that. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> so you're in. I'm in. You're locked in. Yeah, I'm fully locked in. Okay, so Gus Polinski is the devil. Yep. Kevin grows up to be Jigsaw. Yep. And then his dad's in the mob. Yeah. We're locked into all those. I'm locked into all okay. of them. I'd watch any of those movies. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch a movie about the McAllister like, crime syndicate. There's a lot of opportunity here for... Well, I think he's dead, by the way. The dad, I think, died in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was a wrench in things. But, <laughs> but I, what I was going to say is there's a, lot of, there's a lot of room and opportunity here for HAU Expanded Universe. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Another question, speaking of him being a psychopath, at any point he can call the cops. Mm-hmm. 
Why does he wait to torture these two men? And then when he calls the cops, he gives them a fake name and a fake voice. He's like, this is Murphy. Well, I think the fake name is because he's calling, he's calling as the neighbor. What does it matter? They're robbing your house, kid. It's, it's like, just true. call the fucking cops. He likes to torture him. It's true. Yeah, sociopath. Yeah. yeah, sociopath. Jigsaw. Right. Do you like my voice as I'm doing this podcast? I'm okay with it. Okay. I mean, you got any more? I mean, you want to? No, yeah, I feel like... Wait, you mean on top of this? Uh, I said you, got any, I said you got any voices you want me to no, do? No, 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 I got, I got no more voices for you. <laughs> All right. Is Home Alone a Christmas movie? I, I Actually, I just thought about it. I do have some other voices. This is a terrible <laughs> inside joke. <laughs> You, 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 all your other voices that I'm aware of are super racist. I don't make. We whoa, can, we can, whoa, we can move whoa. on with that. Whoa, not appropriate. I mean, if I'm it was your saying. birthday, I would sing to you, but it's not your birthday. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Because I have seen some people online. Fuck they're wrong. People they're online. wrong. Yeah. They're wrong. They're but the that think that this movie potentially isn't a Christmas movie. Who would say that? I don't fucking the know. The whole movie is Christmas songs. The movie is a Christmas movie. I'm just telling you, can you see it where people would think it's not? No. I will watch this movie all year round. It doesn't have to be the holidays for yeah, me to agreed. watch it, but it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas This movie. one's more Christmas than the second one. Yeah. But yeah. the second one's Christmas too. Right. Okay. So those people are just wrong. Just wrong. All right. Yeah. So the, only, the, the last little tidbit that I have that I always think is funny is there's the scene when Buzz or when uh, Kevin is is stealing all of Buzz's stuff when he's breaking in you know he's looking for like the gun he pulls the the photo out of the he Buzz's finds the girlfriend. playboy yeah and then he pulls the picture out of Buzz's girlfriend and he's like ugh that's a little you know that's a little boy no I did not know so, that. yeah so the director didn't want to insult like a little girl so I they dressed up that. a boy as as a girl okay and, that makes yeah. sense yeah because yeah. I was like. It's harsh. Who, yeah, who gets to like be this person? <laughs> also, he says woof. Yeah. Buzz's girlfriend, woof. Yeah. Yeah. Did as a child, did you ever watch this movie and wish like this scenario happened to you? Yeah, for sure. Like your family would just fucking disappear. Yeah, just leave. But would you be bummed? No, I mean, no. You know, <laughs> yeah, my family is kind of a mess. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and as a kid, as you're like thinking about the whole adventure thing, yeah, like it works out. I don't know. I mean, I've I've thought about it, and I, I remember thinking about it quite a bit. And I actually got lo- left home alone, but I was like 15 on Thanksgiving. My family all went on like vacation, and I don't remember why I couldn't go or didn't want to go. And I remember I ate like a tatin a Tatino's like Tatino's microwave pizza, pizza for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving dinner in the microwave, not in the oven. Not in the oven. No. Dude, doing life wrong. I mean, it was fine. I was like 15. Yeah, don't I mean, work. At 15, you don't give a shit. All right. So Home Alone. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. Can I be honest with you? Sure. I have I have a, like a philosophical disagreement slash misalignment with this question. Let's hear it. Because there's no there's no objective line that we are rating above or below. But it's your objective line. Your, it's your objectivity. It's what you think. Yeah, but but I'm, I'm not asking you what the what the you know the the population thinks. Well, we're talking about is it overrated or underrated? To which you means no, but I can't. Like I can only say if it's good or bad. I couldn't say. <laughs> okay, so so we're we're going off the rails a little bit. Um, if I was to ask you 
Avengers? Is it overrated, underrated, properly rated? You could tell me that. I mean, I could tell you, but that that implies that I'm giving you my sentiment based on a rating. Hmm. Rate is in the word. (laughs) It's the the root word. Okay. Okay. So that means it's rated. And am I saying, (laughs) do I think that it's over that or under that or on aligned with? Sure. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but that implies there's 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 an objective line that I'm saying it's over or under or in alignment with. <laughs> so what do you say? You're not gonna answer the question? No, I'm saying I'm gonna give you an answer. I'm just saying I'm philosophically like opposed with the the <laughs> format of the question. How that would you said, format the question? Uh, I don't know. That maybe ah, that's, maybe that's a future. Okay. That's a few, I don't have a better answer for you, which is yeah. why or a, a better well, okay, question. Okay, for so you. I guess a better way to think of it is is not even necessarily what you think per se. So you. This movie's out in pop culture. It's mm-hmm. been out in pop culture for almost 30 years at this point. You know where this this movie stands in our society. I would venture to guess almost everybody you you interact with day to day has seen this movie or knows of this movie. As a in in the like totality of it, how do you think our culture views this movie? Is it underrated, overrated, properly rated? You can certainly do that because you can look at kind of the baseline and based on what popular culture thinks, what do you think? Meaning if they think it's the best thing in the world, Avengers, so to speak, like I, it, it, vast majority of people would think of the Avengers is great. I think the Avengers is shit. So for me, it's overrated. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I so you're, what you're getting saying. the baseline rating based on what society thinks. Right. I'm There's, asking you what you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Man. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm still. Is that better? Is that better worded for you? No, I'm still philosophically like not in line <laughs> with the question. However, because I don't have a different variant, I will say that it is properly rated because going back to like the very start, I think everybody <laughs> loves it. Okay. Yep. I'm going with, I'm going with properly rated. <laughs> okay. I think it's underrated. But like who says it's not good? I don't think it gets enough credit for what it is anymore. We we just talked about it. It it was the fucking highest grossing live action comedy for damn near twenty two years. Nobody knows that. So by by nobody knowing that, for me, it would be underrated. Mm, I think we're back to my issue of there being a lack of objectivity here. I'm being objective. How am I not being objective? Well, because we're we're gonna we're gonna go off the rails here. <laughs> Let's do it off the rails. We got no, time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't. I just don't. There isn't like a bunch of data on the table that we're looking at, and I'm saying like above or below the data. I gave you the the baseline. I mean, that's that's money, but that's like one. No, aspect no, no, no. no. I gave you the baseline of just kind of how this how society feels about it. You? What do you mean? You gave me a baseline of how I'm, society? Because you, I, you know people who have seen the movie. Sure, but that's like you know anecdotal. Of course, it's anecdotal. I can't give you like raw numbers. I I'm not going out and questioning a hundred people what they think of Home Alone. Do you I want me wish to? Wish you we would. can do it. I wish you would. I wish you would put that effort into the podcast. Wow! <laughs> oh man, this went off the rails. I think yeah. Okay. Listen, that's the sum up. I, I think that is properly rated. Properly rated. Yeah. All right, cool. And I'm underrated. And I'm telling. I told you why. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Well, <laughs> uh, I still love you though. Still You're still my you my number one side piece for sure. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. No sweat. Yeah. Till next time. As always, I want to thank Damien for joining me. We're going to be doing all the holiday classics here, guys, so make sure you listen every week. Rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend, tell a hundred friends, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We'll do it again next week, okay? Merry Christmas, filthy animals. Shout out to Gary Oldman.